We have to go back! Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Flashback Flicks Retro Movie Podcast. I'm Ricky. I'm Grayson. And you know what? We're going to have a little bit of fun today, Grayson. A little bit of fun. We could we could use a little bit of fun. That's why we're coming at you with another edition of the Movie Trivia Challenge. Challenge, challenge. Number 14. Lucky number 14. Lucky number 14. Uh, super grateful to VGC Kenny for filling in for me last trivia challenge. Um, I got some rust I got to kick off, you know? I got to really uh, get back into into fighting shape. Yeah, and and VGC Kenny also provided some more trivia questions for this challenge, so thank you again. It's a trivia um, machine, VGC yes. Kenny is, and we super appreciate him. So what we are going to do on the movie trivia challenge is we are going to test our movie trivia knowledge by coming up with questions that relate to a certain theme um, or themes we're, we're just going to get started with uh, Grayson. Yeah. Grayson, you have a trivia challenge. And uh, just so everyone knows, we are not using IMDb. We are using the honor system. So if you'd like to play along yourself, listen and say your answers out loud. Um, gather the family around um, your device and play as <laughs> podcast a- <laughs> box. <laughs> uh, but Grayson's going to start us off with his trivia questions all right yeah so ricky and i decided that we would uh each write eight questions uh for each of our sections my first section uh then is called hybrid casting agency oh (laughs) it's the hybrid casting agency uh we do two things very well at once uh and the idea of this is we're combining plots together um And that means that we have to cast a very specific actor, or rather a combination of actors, for our lead in these combined plot movies. Uh, Luckily, each of the combined actors share part of the same name. I'll give you an example, because that was nonsense. For example, (laughs) here's the synopsis of the combined movie. Uh, Fed up with how much everybody loves his brother, our hero journeys into an old arcade game to find his missing father. So you're looking for the real-life overlap of actors. And this one's the example because it uses a TV show and not just movies, But and some of them do that. Uh, But the answer would be Brad Garrett Hudland. Because Garrett Hudland was... Uh, in Tron Legacy, and Brad Garrett was Everybody Loves Raymond. So do you see how, you see what's happening? You see why how impossible this is going to be? I've never thought it was possible to fail a test <laughs> on an example. So that's the example. Uh, all right. Oh, man. I would say I used that as the example because I feel like that one is the most uh, difficult of all of them. So oh, man. It will okay. never get more difficult than Garrett Headland. Just so you know. Good. That might be a lie. All right. First question. Years after creating one of the most successful sitcoms of all time, this misanthrope embarks on a cross-country road trip with a clumsy auto parts heir in order to save a family business. Okay. All right. So what are we combining here? There are kind of two parts. that You got to figure out what Ooh, okay. I yeah, okay, I got you, it. You got it? All right. I think I got it. It's Larry David Spade. Larry David Spade is yes. correct. Combining Curb Your Enthusiasm and Tommy Boy to make Larry David Spade. 
Awesome. Okay, yes. I think, I mean, that's just the first one. Maybe the only point I'll get, but I'm very happy about it. No, that, that was great. That was great. Uh, next one. All right, all right. After revealing himself as a secretly evil wizard, this villain makes matters worse by launching an intergalactic campaign of genocide on his path to power. So, secretly evil wizard, intergalactic committer of genocide. Is it, is it just David Tennant? No, <laughs> just, oh. just, just David Tennant. Just, I mean, he, he's done. He's both? the one. Uh, okay, secretly evil wizard. I will say we recently watched one of these. Recently watched a secretly evil wizard, like <sighs> within the last two weeks. I, I empty my mental cash. Yeah, no, like I get that. Every, that checks out. Yeah, every no. week. That's fine. Yeah, no. Uh, okay, so okay, I'm out. I'm I'm gonna guess. I'm just gonna double down on David Tennant because. <laughs> All right. I know it's not the answer, but it applies elsewhere. That's all right. No, it's a good try. We were going for Christopher Lee Pace. Oh. Christopher Lee Pace <laughs> as a Sauron from Lord of the Rings. And then Ronan the Accuser in Guardians of the Galaxy was wow. Pace. There was a version of this question where they both just attempted galactic genocide, uh, and it would still have the wow. same answer. Oh, yeah. I completely forgot that Lee Pace was in Guardians. I was thinking Star Wars. Yeah. It's, uh, well, yeah, if I had gone the Star Wars route with that, I mean, yeah, it was, it was confusing. What makes it even more confusing is that Lee Pace is also in you know, the, the Middle Earth anthologies. So they're all, they're all around it. They're all okay. around it. That's right. Good question, right. though. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we'll, we'll simplify it a little bit. Um, here's one. A young woman rejects the call of the force to direct action sci-fi films. So this one draws in some real-life stuff. <laughs> this is really just a name before and after, but I'll read it again. A young woman rejects the call of the force to direct action sci-fi films. But we're still going for actual human names, not not fictitious names. Oh, man. And I know this person has a real non-fictitious name, but right now my brain is not letting me hear it. <laughs> All right, say the, the... Say it again, please. A young woman rejects the call of the force to direct action sci-fi films. So I'll just say, because the other part's not a movie, it's an actual director. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I know Carrie Fisher is part of it. I would maybe go a little more recent. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, you know what? I don't know Ray's human being name. That's really going to trip you up on this. It's... uh. Think Mario. I feel like it's going to come to you if you think of female leads that you know in Mario. Oh, okay. Thank you. Oh, very nice. You're too generous. Daisy Ridley Scott. It is Daisy Ridley Scott. Yes. Wow. That is correct. That's impressive. All right. We're going to break format a little bit on this next one. After budget cuts, 
a film studio rebrands a classic film trio known for their south-of-the-border action movies by firing the most problematic member of the group and combining the two remaining stars. So this one really focuses just on one movie that consolidates that cast. Okay. Is the movie in question Three Amigos? It is. It okay. is. Okay. Is it the most problematic? I mean, when you think of the three amigos, which of those actors is considered the most problematic uh, professionally? And then just combine the other two. Okay. Oh, Steve Martin Short. It is Steve Martin Short. That there is correct. There we go. <laughs> that is correct. Because uh, Chevy Chase is no stranger to production drama. Yes. All right. Very nice. Very, very nice. Next question is, teaming up with criminals for a dead-end job is dangerous work. So our antihero bounces back, discovers a love for cooking, and finds a new crew in the city in the form of five quirky companions. Whoa. This one's very difficult. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be honest. Uh, this is Will Garrett Smith Headland level. Uh, you're closer than you realize. Oh, really? Okay. I was going to throw out a joke. Uh, okay. Because Will Smith is in one of the referenced movies. Okay. Five baking? And I'll also say this combines movie and TV. One's a movie, one's TV. Okay. Okay. Can you re-say it one more time? Yeah. Teaming up with criminals for a dead-end job is dangerous work, so our antihero bounces back, discovers a love for cooking, and finds a new crew in the city in the form of five quirky companions. I can't place the baking thing. I can only think of the Great British Bake Off, and that's... I, I, can't, I can't bridge those gaps together. Well, what, what TV show do you know that has a total of six companions in the city and one of them likes cooking? Oh! Sorry, I uh, for some reason for some reason I was thinking New Girl, um, mm, for no city. real reason. Different um, city. Okay, so yeah. Wait, is is Courtney Cox in Suicide Squad? <laughs> so, I mean, you got part of the name, and Will Smith is part of it, and you got Suicide Squad. Okay, so, all right, yeah. Now you gotta. You gotta find the character that bounces back. Bounces to, uh, back. Really comes full circle in this. Oh. Officially. I don't hold this against you because there are so many characters in Suicide Squad whose names are really only said like once and then forgotten. Um, <laughs> this guy's one of them. <laughs> Yeah, I could not tell you the cast of Suicide Squad besides Margot Robbie and Will Smith. Mm, 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 mm. Well, then this is not going to happen, so I'm just going to say it. Please do. We're looking for Jai Courtney Cox. Wow, that's Jai a new Courtney. name. Would it, be, <laughs> would it have been better if I went with Divergent? Because he was also known uh, known for that. Not the Theo James guy, the other to, guy. I we are, I am today years old when I've heard the name Jai Courtney. <laughs> Okay. I'm sorry. That's what I was worried about. No worries. Oh, that's okay. It's okay. That is the most obscure. That is the most obscure of all of the official 
tallied ones. So let's move right along. After the brutal murder of their family, a New York vigilante dives into the world of late-night comedy and becomes the star of a popular weekly sketch show. Okay, one more time. After the murder of their family, a New York vigilante dives into the world of late-night comedy and becomes the star of a popular weekly sketch show. Man. Okay, what era are we talking? So, I mean, late high school, early college for us. Uh, (laughs) Okay, Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll take that. I want to say the sketch show part of it uh, was 2006. Okay. The vigilante part was earlier. Michael Keaton Thompson? Oh, man, what a stretch. I love it. St- you know what? I, you at least got to get half a point for the attempt. Uh, we're looking for Tom Jane Krakowski. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're going Punisher and 30 Rock. Okay, Tom. Okay. Michael Keaton Thompson is really, really strong. Katitin. Yeah, Tom Jane Krakowski. Oh, man. I realize I completely, I'm not keeping track of my score. That's all right. I'm keeping track for you. Oh, thank you. I'm going to give you half a point for Jai Courtney for exposure. And then half a point, like I said, for the attempt on Tom Jane Krakowski. So we only have two left, Ricky. We only have two left. All right. All right. Oh, you know what? I keep saying like the next, like the last one was the most obscure. This one's, this one's difficult, but I believe you can do this. I believe. In the French film, it was only released in North Korea. Yeah. What was it? You could only see it in North Korea. Uh, splitting her time between her friend's wedding and her job as a Soviet prize fighter, this six foot four, two hundred sixty one pound champion is ready to do anything for the Communist Party and the Bachelorette Party. <laughs> oh man! Okay. All right. So let's uh, break this down. What movies yeah. do you know that have bachelorette parties in them? I mean, several. I um, I love. You know, Hallmark in, in Lifetime, so. I'll say the, these are both movies that had theatrical releases. Okay. So I'm thinking, of course, Bridesmaids. Yeah, got it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, and what other movies have Soviet prize fighters? Soviet prize fighters. Uh, one of the Rockies, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Specifically the, the fourth one. Okay. This is tough because it's not it's not a clean break. It's it's closer to Michael Katinian Thompson. Um Oh Dolph Lundgren, right? Nice, yes. Okay. I'd say the hardest part's over. Okay. Now you gotta sort through the bridesmaid cast to match it up. Okay. Uh Wow. <laughs> I, I could see it click in your eyes. Maya Rudolph Lundgren. <laughs> that is correct. Oh, my goodness. That was amazing to see the answer just appear on your face. Wow. Oh, too bad we don't do this video. I mean, but yeah, I was just like, okay. Maya Ru- no. Yeah, Maya Rudolph Lundgren. Wow. She's got 
divided loyalties. Oh, wow. uh, yeah. Okay. Man. <laughs> That's the hardest it gets. All right, moving on. Final question. Final okay. Question. A public and real-life divorce from one of the world's most popular performers causes a man to turn to cannibalism. So the first part's not a movie. It's reality. <laughs> Second part's a movie. A public and real-life divorce from one of the world's okay. most popular performers causes a man to turn to cannibalism. Okay. Recent? Mm, like six years ago. Oh, okay. I mean, not the movie. The movie is much older. Mm-hmm. I'm bl- I keep on blanking on the movie people because I just people are categorized as their fictional characters in my brain, like it's <laughs> permanently cataloged. Well, who are, uh, who are you thinking of? So, I, uh, Hannibal Lecter, uh, mm-hmm. the actor who plays Hannibal Lecter, whose yep. name is escaping me, uh, and public divorce. Uh, so many to choose from. I was going to say Ben Affleck. Mm, closer than you realize. Casey Affleck? <laughs> Further away from it. Oh, okay, okay. Ben Affleck just gets us closer to who the pop star was. Okay, so Jennifer Lopez. I was promised something easier than Maya Rudolph Lundgren. <laughs> <laughs> When you hear it, I feel like it will be easier than Maya Rudolph Lundgren. Okay. Uh, all right. So Jennifer Lopez. Wow. Jennifer Lopez, Mark Anthony Hopkins. Mark Anthony Hopkins is correct. Wow. <laughs> yep. Guy just started wow. eating people. Yeah. <laughs> And Oof. you get the point. So wow. well done. Well Thank done. You. That went better than I expected. Uh, not against you, against me and my brain. Uh, so you got one, two, three, four, three, four, five, six. Six of eight. I'll take yeah. it. Happily. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those half points added up. Uh, so yeah. All right, cool. So now we're going to move on over to one of VGC Kinney's uh, trivia questions. Uh, And this section is called Another Song Inspired by Movies. So just one song this time, he says, but with three parts because it has three different movie references. And surprise, surprise, it's a Fallout Boy song. Uh, Those boys just love making movie references. And just so you know, we are reading a uh, document that has all the answers redacted. So it's all covered up. So we don't see the answers. So just let you know, we are playing fair. All right. So first question on their 2018 album mania fallout boy released a song where the parenthetical portion of the title is expensive mistakes. The non parenthetical part of the title is named after a character in a Tom Hanks film. Uh, they aren't played by him, but Tom Hanks interacts with them quite a bit. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, I have a guess. Go for it. It, it is in no way um, motivated by any kind of knowledge I have of Fallout Boy, because uh, that doesn't really <laughs> exist for me. Uh, but rather on the Tom Hanks side, I think the answer is Wilson. Okay. Huh. That sounds right. I was going to say Gump. Well, because it's not played by Tom Hanks, right? Right. 
yeah, they aren't played by him being Tom Hanks, but Tom Hanks interacts with them quite a bit. Um, I think you're right. And the okay. answer is Wilson. Wilson! Very good. Wilson. So that is a point for you and none for me. All right. So moving right along to question number two. The first line of the chorus of the song is, quote, I hope the roof flies off and we get blown out into space. Mm. That is an edited line from which Wes Anderson movie? Yikes. I'm going to say Royal Tannenbaums because, no, yes, that's what I'm going to stick with. Um, And I'm going to say... Just because of the subject matter of the line, I don't think I'm misremembering directors on this. I'm going to say Bottle Rocket. And the answer is Moonrise Kingdom. Oh, Moonrise Kingdom. Oh, one of the more recent ones, relatively. All right. And now the last question of this section. The last line of the chorus is a line from 1991's The Addams Family, said by Wednesday Addams. Okay, feeling optimistic. The previous <laughs> line in the song is, I know it's just a number, but you're the eighth wonder. What is that line? So we're trying to come up with the line from Adam's Family? Mm-hmm. We watched this not that long ago. Right. Yeah, and so it's a line by Wednesday do you know it? Do you feel like you know it? Uh, well, so I think the, I think his hint is the thing I'm trying to reverse engineer because it yeah. says, I know it's just a number, but you're the eighth wonder. The line after is, are the Girl Scouts made of real girls? Are the Girl Scout cookies made of real girls? Um, I'm trying to do the same kind of reverse engineering, but if it's the line, I'm trying to make it rhyme, you know? Okay. Well, that makes sense. If you're a number, but you're the... I mean, maybe number and wonder are supposed to be the right. So I don't know if it's like six feet under. Oh. I don't remember what that line would be. So I'm going to make up a line. I'm going to write my own line for the 1991 Adams Family. Um, I know it's just a number, but you're the eighth wonder. Meet me out back six feet under. Meet me in the graveyard six feet under. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, wait. Meet me where we met six feet under is what I'm officially going to answer. That's good. What? I, just, if it, <laughs> I mean, listen, if it doesn't belong in M's family, it could definitely belong in your Fallout Boy tribute band. It really could. It really could. All right. Let's see. My answer, I'm going to stick with the Girl Scout line. Oh, that's good. good. I'll stop wearing black when they make a darker color. That's really good. That's good. I was way off. Way off. Way off. So excellent. All right. I got one of three on that. One of three. How'd you do, Ricky? Uh, Struck on all of them. (laughs) So, oh, for three on that one. Very good, VGC Kenny. We have another section that will. Uh, be coming up right after my section. Yeah, otherwise known as Ricky's Payback Round. <laughs> uh, so, you know, um, a lot of people are home right now. So I decided to do um, a section titled Movie in a Bottle, uh, where 
all of these movies, the answer to these questions are all movies that are set in one room or location. Oh, I love it. That's great. So, um, so for example, uh, I'm going to give you a, a description or something that will kind of hint you towards what the answer is. So, mm-hmm. for example, uh, this movie is about an Airbnb experience that goes wrong. That's the whole question. That's it's not going to be in the form of a question. It's it's basically going to be I'm going the to scenario. be describing the movie or what the phrase is. Yeah. So this, for this example, I am describing the movie, and you had to just guess what the movie title is. I see. Uh, I love the premise. Ironically, uh, the room does not you know apply for that. Um, right. So it's an Airbnb experience that goes wrong. Trying to remember like any movies that I've seen about Airbnb. So to be clear, I'm like being yeah I, yeah like okay. I'm being coy with Airbnb. Got it. So it's like uh, some kind of rental timeshare. Just does not go well. Um, I should say it goes horribly wrong. Horribly. I mean, is it? So like Friday the thirteenth, that's camp, but they don't leave the camp really. Uh, no, it's not that. Okay, I'll give There's you not- a, the other hint. I'll give you first off. This is just the example, and I'm sorry. Oh right, uh, yeah. Okay, what's the answer? I'm not gonna waste brain power on it then. It's The Shining. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Okay, I get it. I get it. All right. Uh, so basically the format is I'm going to describe to you what the movie is and you have to guess what the movie title is. So we're now playing for keeps. Uh, uh, so this movie is about people who are at school, but no one is learning except they kind of are Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> yeah. Good luck doing math in the real world, Harry. Um, Harry that's... gets audited. Oh man, is it something like Finding Nemo because the one location is the ocean and the school is fish? You better believe I was this I was so close to having Finding Nemo be part of it. My no. Rudolph Lundgren. Um <laughs> Man, I, I keep thinking American Horror Story season three, but it doesn't fit the premise of, of what you're uh, I'll saying. give you a hint. A lot of these movies, not all of them, but a lot of them we have reviewed. We have reviewed. What about this one? Yes, we have. Oh, really? This oh, because I was gonna say the faculty. Um, oh, that's good. Uh, one location, though, like a bottle episode, bottle mm-hmm. event. Um, we have. I'll, I'll rephrase it, and this might be the one that tip you over. Okay. Kids are at school, but mm-hmm. no one is learning, except they kind of are. Oh. Well, no, it's not all in one spot. I was thinking Matilda. Um, and I did my best to qualify this by um, at least 50% or more, based off mm-hmm. my research, of the movie takes place in one location. Right. One like Shining or location. Yeah, like Shining has some stuff at the beginning, but it's mostly, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, okay. Oh! The Breakfast Club. That is correct. Oh, great job. Circle yes. gets the square. The B-Fast Club. Yeah. Okay, next question. Um, this movie is about that one nosy neighbor. Every episode of Home Improvement. The, no. um, uh, 
so this movie we have not reviewed on the podcast yet. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, is it Rear Window? It is Rear Window. Yeah. I almost went, uh, what was it, Suburbia, Suburgatory? Dis- no, Disturbia. Disturbia, right, yeah. I almost that was like, no, but what was that based on? Yeah. Yeah, Rear my window. other, the other thing I was going to write was uh, uh, that Shia LaBeouf movie, but older. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, uh, this next one, it's if Airbud tried to pull off a, a, a heist. Hmm. Hmm. If Airbud tried to pull off a heist. Dunstan checks in. Also, if he was a monkey. Um, okay, I, I should say I'm using Airbud just very metaphorically. Not in the sense that it's a dog. Correct. Well, I mean, kind of. This movie does not have animals in it. I should say that. Oh. Because <laughs> I was definitely thinking animals. Okay, yeah. Sorry about that. Is the metaphor that it's a basketball player? I can't uh, tell you can't. anything else other than, like, I'm using Airbud. Like, if Airbud tried to pull off a heist, what would that movie be called? <laughs> There's a lot of options for what it'd be call, called. Uh, in the doghouse. Oh, yeah, you're Caught right. Red Pod. Mm. But we have reviewed this movie. Oh, we have, right. We have reviewed it, yes. yes. And those don't exist. But it doesn't have animals? No. <laughs> we, okay, so... I'm c- so c- confused by the Airbud part. It, it's okay. So now, a couple of these questions, I'm almost setting it up like a joke. Um, Got so it. what would you call... Uh, a movie where Airbud tried to pull off a heist. Oh, call it Dog in sixty seconds. Oh, that would be so good, <laughs> but no. All right, uh, do you want that to be your final answer? Uh, my final answer is Dog in sixty seconds. Because <laughs> I've spent it, at least five times that trying to think of it. Reservoir Dogs. Oh my gosh, that was so long ago. I'm so yeah. sorry. That's and also, good. it's good. it's extra layered because dogs are colorblind and they all have oh color my goodness i'm so sorry i'm no, so sorry now i just want to see reservoir dogs with dogs uh well I, and a spinoff with cat burglars <laughs> that would be great <laughs> okay uh no points for that one but maybe this one will help um okay so what would you call a movie that is a, a disgruntled family reunion for one of the seven dwarves Oh my goodness, there's so much mental math that has to go into that. Um This is a mental triathlon, if you will. I you know what? My my fatal flaw in that last one was forgetting that these are bottle episodes. Yes, so these are I all I cannot that yes, reservoir dogs, very good. I, I have to keep that in mind. Um okay, so a family reunion for one of the seven dwarves. Uh, a disgruntled family disgruntled, reunion. Disgruntled. So like angry, kinda mad. Um there was no, there was no Max the dwarf, um, but there was Grumpy. Uh, doc, mad Doc, mad. So you have said, I have said it. So I don't need to go into bashful. Correct. You, you <laughs> okay. said one of the things, and you've actually said part of the title of one of the movies, doc or of the movie, Grumpy. And even outside of the dwarves, you've said. Mm, mad, mad, <laughs> angry. A family reunion, though, mm-hmm. man. 
So you'd have a number of people. Ah, 12 angry men. There you go. <laughs> 12 grumpy relatives. Yes, 12 angry men. That is very much a bottle a bottle story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This next one. So I guess it is going to get more difficult, and I what? apologize. What? Because <laughs> it's so obscure, and I, can't, okay. I, I just apologize. Here's the next one. I'll give you one hint. That's it. That was it. That was the hint? That was the hint. I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. I no longer feel bad about any of mine. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay, because this one, I have to say that you you cannot overthink this. So it requires overthinking. Mm Mm-mm. Oh. Oh, so sorry. Don't overthink it. Sorry, I, I overthought the clue to the clue. Um Oh, sorry, what'd you say? I'll give you one hint. No, sorry, clue? what did you just say? Is it clue? It's a clue. Clue. <laughs> well, clue. that's just lucky. <laughs> clue. Clue to the clue that is clue. Very good. Wow. Okay. Stumbled into that one. Alright. I'm I'm amazed by how you identified so many bottle stories. It, it took some research, but it was very fun. Like, th- there were more than eight. <laughs> A full list of movies that do that. And ones that are just, like, about, you know, like, uh, claustrophobia even. So, yeah. I went away from those. Uh, yeah. Okay, so, next one. See what I did there? Is that what it was? Uh-huh, that's the clue. That's the clue. Castaway? Oh, no. Well, I'm out. Um, <laughs> uh, Hunt for Red October is pretty underwater. Uh, Deep Blue Sea? Oh, so sorry. What? Sea, what I did there. Oh, like Vision. Hmm. See, so Vision. Um, see, here, I'll, I'll give you a better one. So, yeah. See what I did there? I was just playing around. Was that worse? I'm sorry. <laughs> Playing around. See, you did the playing around. Toy Story? No, but that's a good oh. guess. I'll I mean, give like you one more guess. Andy's room. One no, more guess. It is not animated. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, my gosh. Saw. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would have been so upset. Yes, it is Saw. Seesaw. Seesaw. Play a game. Uh very wow. good. We were just talking about that. We were. <laughs> How was that not top of mind? Ugh. Okay, two more. Though technically not a Ghostbusters sequel, it 100% is. Paranormal Activity? That's the one. Yes, good. <laughs> Waste no time there. All right, and uh, last question. The name of this movie is a public privacy communication device. Public privacy Communication device? Mm-hmm. What is that? Like a buffer zone? A, a wall? The back half of World War Z? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. Rickethin. Rickethin. The answer is phone booth. Yes, it is. Oh, my goodness. Well done. Grace, you did seven. You got seven out it of the It didn't feel like seven. That was a hard <laughs> seven. That was really good. That was very difficult, and you were very kind 
And you also picked movies that I should have been thinking about because I think about uh, more regularly than other movies, like Phone Booth. Uh, yeah. So thank you. Thank you Absolutely. for that. Absolutely. Really well done. Thank you. Yeah. And these are all movies that um, all take place in one room or location. So yeah. if you want to check them out, do it. Let us know what you think of them on uh, on our social media. And now we're going to move right along to uh, the second part of VGC Kenny's Trivia Challenge. So um, what we're going to do now is go over some songs written for movies. All right. So uh, I'm reading VGC Kenny's uh, text. All right. So now I'm going to quiz you on your knowledge of songs written for movies. I will describe a movie using the song or the song using the movie. And you have to tell me what it is. So if I were to ask which classic song synonymous with the 70s was made for the movie Saturday Night Fever, the answer would be Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. So I'll ask for the movies in the first half and ask for the songs in the second half. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. And so the first question then is, it might seem crazy, but Pharrell Williams' Happy was written for this 2013 animated movie sequel about a single dad and saving the world. All right. I think I know this one. Same. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that this was, well, the sequel's throwing me off. I'm trying to remember if it was two or three. Uh, no, it was, it was, uh, it was the second one. The second, yeah, Despicable Me, me two. two. Back Maybe. in the habit. Habits yeah. Despicableness. Yep. All right. While it later appeared on their album, Dizzy Up the Girl, the song Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls was made for this 1998 movie starring Nick Cage and Meg Ryan about life, death, and love. Oh. oh. But aren't all movies kind of about <laughs> life, death, and love? I, I and aren't went... all movies kind <laughs> of with Nick Cage and Meg Ryan? Yeah, the subtext is definitely there. Yeah. yeah. Uh who who said that they basically uh they write uh i think it was like nora efron who said that like in hollywood everyone's basically writing with tom hanks in the lead and very few people actually get to work with him <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that is it, accurate yeah it, anyway isn't this uh michael um that was uh oh that that's easy to get mixed up with michael because um michael was actually john travolta you um swapped their faces oh. <laughs> yeah it happens a lot it did yeah. <laughs> um it's a movie where nick cage is an angel and he wants to be human so he can be with meg ryan and oh. that's like the premise that's the love story okay yes um okay. i that might be it I think that was I see I get mixed up too with uh the one you're talking about being City of Angels or Angels in America. I think City of Angels is what you're talking about. With mine, I th- I thought the answer was uh Family Man. Oh. But you are correct. It is City oh, of Angels. Okay. Uh you I'll, t- are I'll take a half I'll take a half point largely because I couldn't think of the title. I, I think we, uh, we maybe we, each of us get half a point. <laughs> oh, we really we'll split it. We'll can split. I, can I, you know, just add me on to that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll, we will split the half point. I'll, I'll write my name that. in the card. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> okay. it's good. 
Well, now I'm second guessing that Nick Cage was ever in a movie called Family Man. Uh, no, he was. Okay, good. And but it was two years after this. Okay. And there's no telling whether or not Meg Ryan uh, was also in that. Um, nope. <laughs> Leone, so. When I saw them live, Panic at the Disco admitted to not liking the movie their song New Perspective was used for, a 2009 horror movie about a demon inside. Interesting. So this movie's 11 years old. Okay. It's a horror movie about a demon inside. I'm going to guess it is Insidious 2. Interesting. I was just thinking insidious but i it, i might have the timeline wrong on it so that's that's the coin toss is it insidious or insidious 2 oh it's none. jennifer's body we could have sat here for a hundred years and we would not have pulled that out of our brain wow oh man it's gonna get harder when we start get, having to guess the song titles it's gonna get harder when we get older <laughs> what was that Oh, I what? just scrolled down. There are so many of these. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, let's let's keep it moving then. Uh, yes, it is going to be much more difficult. Oh, my goodness. All right, so this is the last of the section where we have to guess the movie. This is the last of the section where we have a chance. <laughs> All right, so Spike Lee specifically asked Public Enemy to write a song, which would eventually become Fight the Power, for which movie of his? I know this. I'm. I mean, I'm just going to have to guess and say do the right thing you're correct is it do the right thing it's definitely do the right thing oh then i'm I knew so it before glad I, even I saw i'm so glad i did the right thing and answered yes. do the right thing i have that movie poster i haven't ha i don't have it hung up anywhere but it's one of my favorite uh movie references because it came out the year i was born uh and also it was on the show martin a oh. lot and uh martin makes a reference of, of it like because he's in it martin lawrence is in the movie and uh, at one point in time, there's a makeover happening. And he's like, what'd you do with my poster? Do the right thing. How am I supposed to know what to do now? And it just <laughs> stuck with me from childhood. So It's also one of those great, uh, like, uh, secret Samuel L. Jackson movies. Yes. Uh, like Kill Bill Volume 2. Yes. You're like, oh, yeah, he was in that. Yeah. He had a half day of shooting and uh, just made a ton of money, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do the right thing. I love Do the Right Thing. That's a really great movie. Definitely yeah. worth a rewatch. Oh yeah. All right. Next one. So now we're going to the section where we have to guess the song title. The credits to the Avengers featured this song by Soundgarden, whose title showcases what the Avengers do and what they inspire others to do. Okay. Do the right thing. Final answer. Well, this is interesting. Um I mean, thank you for VGC Kenny for starting with the Avengers. Because if there was ever a, a a movie where people were there for the titles, for the for the end credits, it's it's going to be a, a Marvel film, right? Um, I'm gonna say uh, it's either Avenge Me or Save Me. Yeah, that's it, good. I was thinking like um, interesting. Okay, I was thinking. Oh, save the day. I take that back. Save the day. That's a Soundgarden song? Um, I, I guess. I think I, I'm going to – I feel like I should change the save the day. I'm going to say – I think you're probably right. 
I'm <laughs> I don't know Soundgarden, so I'm just gonna say they wrote a song called "Let's Assemble." Watch it be it. <laughs> Live it? to rise. Live to rise. Okay. Wow. Very Live good. To rise. All wow. right. While it became the source of some controversy between the artist and another artist that has since been settled, this song was the lead single for the 1999 film Dangerous Minds. So, Ricky, you seem to know this uh, from the way you're dancing right now. I know Um, it. There's controversy between an artist and another artist. I mean, the first one that comes to mind is just (laughs) Under Pressure and Ice Ice Baby. No, no, no. It's dun, 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 dun. (laughs) Dun, 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 dun. So I'm going to go with that Uh, in in the interest of keeping the momentum. I feel like that's wrong because of how long this redaction is. Ricky, please enlighten me. What is the correct answer? So the source of controversy um, is between uh, Coolio and Weird Al for the song Gangster's Paradise and Amish Paradise. It has since been settled because there was disagreement because Weird Al reaches out to everyone who he parodies and asks for permission. Yeah. Um, And Coolio said that he did not give permission because it was a very heartfelt song and and he wouldn't want it to be parody but weird i was like oh no you did but they have since settled it but yeah. gangster's paradise is the song by the guy who sang the keenan kill theme song coolio and you know ricky one of the greatest concerts uh that we ever went to was weird al oh, the man. guy leaves it all out on stage fastest what quick changes i've ever seen too oh, it was amazing man. what and, a great yeah. show it was really great, and kudos to Weird Al. Recently, you know, he was approached to do a parody of My Sharona with My Corona, and he was like, "No, I'm not doing that. People yeah. are dying. Are you kidding me?" So, tons of respect for Weird Al. We have to do UHF at some point. Oh, man. Uh, put it on the list. It's it's gonna happen. It will yeah. happen. <laughs> Next question. We have two questions left. While it was named by an R.E.M. song, Man of the Moon also had a song written for it by R.E.M. whose title is where Andy Kaufman might be, depending uh-huh. on what you believe. What is that song? Yeah, so this is this is great. I love the way that, that this question was written because it has so many references inside of it. So it's like, if you believe they put a man on the moon... Um, but what it's really getting at is some people believe that Andy Kaufman in the movie, they kind of leave it open-ended. You're led to believe that he died. Some, some people believe that he is kind of like the Elvis idea that he's out there somewhere, um, which is appropriate being his in considering his impressions of Elvis. Um, and I actually just got done recently watching Andy and Jim. Um, oh yeah. How was so that? I, it's, it was really Really good, especially, huh. I mean, it's just a great mini doc also on just Jim Carrey's whole career. Yeah. Um, that being said, I have no idea what this answer is. So <laughs> I, I think I have an idea. I might be overthinking it or, or skipping too far down, but I know I know one of the, um, the title track or one of the tracks on that soundtrack is called Friendly, Friendly World that Jim Carrey sang with R.E.M., um, and he also does a Tony Clifton and that, cause he's saying it as Andy Kaufman. Um, and so it would be like, if you believe he's alive, he's in the world. So I'm going to say friendly, friendly world. Okay. Uh, I am going to guess, um, gangster's paradise. Final answer. Double down. The great, the great beyond. beyond. <laughs> yep. I just shot right over that. Uh, <laughs> 
All right, yeah, that was a, that was a toss-up. All right, All right so the, for this last question, last question of the whole quiz, Ricky. Let's see. Let's do this it. This Bob Dylan song was not only made for the 1973 film Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid, but it was also used as the subtitle for Cowboy Bebop the Movie. Man, I didn't know that. I thought the movie would be the the colon title. <laughs> it, that typically is. It's just like uh, like Pokemon colon the movie. Uh, so that's news to me. Hmm, something about bounty. I'm gonna say uh, man's ultimate bounty. Wow. That is a bold guess. Man's ultimate want... bounty. Yeah. Well, how did I just? I'm curious. How did you get to to that answer? Uh, Cowboy Bebop is about um, a bounty hunter. Um, oh, okay. Uh, basically, a space bounty hunter. Um, yeah. Less Boba Fett and more um, Firefly. Got it. Okay. So man's ultimate bounty. That's not a thing already. It should be. Um, my guess, just based on the Bob Dylan one. Uh, I'm just going to say blowing in the wind. Cowboy Bebop the movie, blowing in the wind. Knocking on heaven's door. Knocking on heaven's door. Okay. I like man's ultimate bounty. Man's ultimate bounty. And if not for this, then turn it into a jingle for paper towels. (laughs) Circle with the sea. Circle with the sea. (laughs) All right. And that concludes our movie trivia challenge. Let's go ahead and tally up those points. Grayson, if I was keeping track of you very well, um, you have have 10.5 points. 10.5. 10.5. All right. That first round, you got six. Okay. So I have 8.5. 8.5. Wow. So I I win by two points. Well well earned. Well earned. Thank you. I felt like we were in that together the entire way. Um, Well done. Thank you for the questions, VGC Kenny. Great questions, as always. Absolutely. Great questions, Ricky. This, I'm exhausted. (laughs) I feel like I say at the end of every trivia quiz, but I am really, (laughs) really exhausted. I worked up a sweat uh, (laughs) thinking about this one. You know, it was a nice way to break up the quarantine, though. So it really sure. was uh, a fun way. Thank you for everyone that joined us and played along. Um, as as always, I'm sure you did better than we did. I'm sure you yes. were screaming at the podcast box. It's been like, Maya Rudolph Lundgren! <laughs> uh, yeah, let us know your score on our social media, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere we are at flashback flicks and it would mean a lot to us if you could give us a rating and review on your podcasting platform of choice uh on a scale of one to five right things how about that oh yeah do one right thing yeah do Do five things do five right things yeah on a scale of one to five right things how 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 did we do on this podcast do the five right things (laughs) and be sure to tune in next time right here on the flashback flicks retro movie podcast until then remember to be kind and rewind 